G'day punters and welcome to Winning Post's preview podcast for the weekend of Saturday, September 25. I'm John Barker. Joining me once again, Dynamite Dan Nuttall and Jackpot Joel Marshall. Well, what a massive weekend of sport we have ahead. AFL Grand Final, the NRL prelims and Group one racing action Friday night and at two venues on Saturday. Extremely exciting. Joel, the highlight from a racing point of view, probably the Golden Rose. We had an odds on pop rolled in it last year, and there's a warm favourite again. I've got a suspicion you'll be flipping against him. <laughs> you know me too well. Um, yeah, the Golden Rose, probably the highlight. Obviously, we've got the, the group one on the Saturday at Sandown. Small numbers, disappointing, but I guess Zaki's chased them all away there. Uh, we've got the, the Moyer on Friday night, so pretty open clash. I think you can make cases for seven or eight winning chances there. But, uh, yeah, as you say, the Golden Rose, where we get to see the, the three-year-olds go head-to-head here. And Animo's a deserved favourite on the strength of his uh, return win and the run to the Rose. But I think there's a couple there that can possibly upset him. I think there's a bit of a tail to the field, uh, but I think there are a couple of Colts there that might be able to give him a run for his money. All right. Well, uh, Joel mentioned, Dan, that uh, that Underwood Stakes field is very compact. A little bit of uh, Europe comes to Melbourne with uh, a five-horse uh, field in a million-dollar group one. Well, not that you'd probably be racing for a million if you were over in Europe. Uh, but Zaki, as Joel says, probably scared him off, but uh, makes it a tactical affair. I mean, is there any way uh, – can you see him getting rolled? I wouldn't have thought so, and um... – Look, whilst there's only the five runners, it is it is full of quality. Um, Reveal and Superstorm, so going well. There's preparation, but based on what Zaki was able to do over 1,400 metres first up, um, a distance short of his best, you'd think he's the one to be. And that, obviously the market reflects that. So we are certainly hard to beat, but yeah, you're right. There does become a little bit of a, a tactile affair with just the five runners. So it'll be interesting to see how it, it plays out. Um, Friday night, I'm, I'm really looking forward to, though, the... As Joel said, the Moya, such a, um, a competitive contest. I think you can, yeah, you can seriously make a case for nearly all the field. Uh, but the undercard is really good as well. It's a fitting start to the night season at Mooney Valley. I think it's um, an excellent weekend of racing. And the Valley on Friday night kicks it off picks it off beautifully with eight, eight uh, very competitive races. So looking forward to the whole weekend, Bucks. Well, uh, good segue into the Moody Valley and indeed the undercard there. So we'll uh, chronologically, we'll go chronologically this week and we'll take you through Friday night to start with. And the black type starts in race three. It is the Aspect Kitchen's Stuck Stake. <coughs> a, a race very dear to my heart. I uh, got the biggest quaddy of my life back in the days when you couldn't go flexy and you actually had to uh, have a bit of guts. I got the biggest quaddy uh, <laughs> of my life. But when the odds-on favourite got rolled in this race uh, many, many years ago. Uh, it is uh, a set weights race for three-year-olds. It is at Group 2 level, and it's worth, worth $300,000, Joel. Uh, seven River Plate for me. I uh, was with him last week in the Caulfield Guineas Prelude, and that was a bit of a farcical race. They stacked up in front and walked and those in behind uh, just didn't have much hope. He came off the bit and, and looked like he was sort of dropping out halfway up the straight. Then he got going again. I liked his last 50 metres. He just had no hope against the tempo. I think he can bounce back and run a big race. Uh, to beat number one, Mr Mozart's got the right form. He did a few things wrong in those couple of runs around Caulfield, then got to Flemington and he defeated Artorius and Halal. 
I think he can continue to progress from there. Three forgot you. Well, Daniel Moore sticks with him uh, if he had the pick between him and River Plate. He surged late at the Valley last time out. So, you know, 400 out, he looked like he was going to run worse than midfield, but they'd gone uh, good tempo and he really uh, relished that. He was very strong late. And in for fourth, number five, Micro, I thought was a, a good enough win and a maiden at Bendigo last time out. Just seems to be progressing the right way up in trip. I don't think it'll be a problem. Seven for me from one, three, and five. And with seven also, River Plates. Um, yeah, as Joel touched on, not a whole heap went right last start, but I thought he's run pretty well there, um, considering the first up run at Sandown Lakeside was was enormous. It was the quickest last, 600, 400, 200, 200 of the race. Just missed the winner draft day. Looks well above average and we'll go around in race one. Um, that's turned out to be a pretty, pretty hot form race at Sandown Lakeside Maiden. Uh, the third and the fourth horse came out and won their next start. So going the right way, Riverway, up to 1,600 metres, I think will suit ideally. So he's on top for me. Micro in for seconds. Uh, another horse will be suited to the mile. Spanked his rival's last start. Doubt he beat much, but um, won pretty convincingly and could have won by a bit more. Was eased up late. He was this year's stakes place behind Lightsaber. So he's got form at this um, at this level. Sandy Prince in for third. I thought was very good up on the speed. It was pressured sort of at the 500 metre mark at the Valley last start and, and um, stuck on pretty well, considering they set a pretty pretty hot tempo in front. Forgot you was able to jump out of the ground and run past that horse late. Um, and Mr. Mozart, another, has a chance in this. Hold off Artorius last start. Just to clear out the 1,600 metres. But um, certainly in good form. Seven, five, four, and one. Race four at the Valley on Friday mm-hmm. night is the Piper Hydesick Scarborough Stakes. Uh, used to be known as the Mooney Valley Champagne, which probably explains. The sponsor these days named after the former Mooney Valley chairman, Bob Scarborough, is going very, very well as a breeder over in Europe at the moment. This is a set weights race for three-year-old fillies, 1,200 metres, group three, job. Now, I've gone with five larks per run. I thought it was a good effort at the Valley last time out. Uh, hit the line hard from the back behind Zuzarella. I think it's the right form line. Ten morning melody. Couldn't have done much more than what she's done to date. She went from a maiden to a benchmark 64 against the boys. Never easy to do, but she handled it well. Uh, Oliver sticks from a good gate. Two, nice for what, is a maiden. Uh, but she's uh, certainly got her share of ability. She bumped into direct. Uh, how stiff can you be in a maiden at Cranburn first up? So she's right up to this level. And six, Sarah Dest, always willing to forgive those drawn one down the straight at Flemington. And she wasn't beaten all that far behind Crystal Bound anyway, who would have been short favourite if they had have accepted uh, with her for this race. She was among the entries. Five on top for me, though, from 10, 2 and 6. With the five on top, Larkspur run, I'm keen on her. She was no match for Zuzarella in the Atlantic Jewel Stakes last start. But what plenty of like about her performance, she... She sort of like kept a similar run to Zuzarella. Had to, was back in the field from a wide draw and, and tracked quite wide on the turn. Um, but like the way she, she ran onto the line and she was a clear second there. <clears throat> She's had the benefit of seeing Mooney Valley now um, and gets a good draw this time around, drawn inside. So it won't be as far back and within striking distance on the turn, you'd think. So she's going really well, Luxburg run. She's my top pick. Five. I've got the one in next, Glistening, who... Like a couple of these come out of the, the straight race, listed race down the straight at Flemington. She sort of lost her spot at a key stage there and had to come again. Um, her last 100 metres was was quite good, though. She'd been hitting, hitting the line nicely. Um, she's ready to peak third up. Flying Evelyn, um, 
sort of not too much luck in that same race. And in for fourth, I got Decent Rain, who's a bit of a knockout hope at each way odds. Um, the, she she wasn't, wasn't far of Zuzarella too back at, at this track. Um, and then ran home well, quickest last 200 metres of the race. Wins a fourth at Sandown last start. She's um, ready here, fourth up. My number's keen on the five, though. Five, one, four, nine. Okay, well, we've heard about both your bests. Joel was River Plate in the third, and uh, Daniel was Larkspur uh, Run in the fourth. Uh, with your value, bet you're going head to head in race six. It is the Steamatic JRA Cup 2040 metre uh, Fox Plate Course Group Three Quality. Joel. Yeah, I've gone eight Secret Blaze. Um, not a lot of value the way the odds have gone up. They've kept him very safe, but I've been with him. I haven't been tipping him, but I've been having sort of a a sneaky couple of dollars on him at every start this time in, and the odds have just been getting whittled away and haven't been able to collect off him. But two really good fifths at his last couple, and now he gets up to the right distance range. He is 1,400 to 2,040, but he had the two goes at 1,200. So I think he'll be fit enough. And as I said, he's going really well. Four Mount Popper should be an improver back to these conditions. He's had the two goes at wait for age. So, of course, uh, under no pressure this prep until he gets to Caulfield Cup time because he's got that free ticket into the race having won the Mornington Cup um, so yeah probably still not fully screwed down but expecting him to improve six Inverloch, Linda Meach aboard will roll forward and uh, could give them plenty to catch here he can mix his form a little bit but I think he's suited around here and five Al Galeal he's getting on a bit eight years old but he really does love this track and I know he's had two unplaced runs here this time in but they haven't really suited either of those races John Allen a senior jockey back aboard Probably getting towards D-Day for him this prep. Thought he's worth including at a bit of a price. Eight on top for me, though, from four, six, and five. With the four, Mount Popper, he's contested two great, two weight for age group ones, first and second up. And we're threatening. He sort of held his own. They haven't been, hasn't been beaten far, but he's building fitness. He's up to 2,000 metres of distance, which is much more his preference than what he's seen. Um, and I think he can... Get the job done here. It was over 2,000 metres last preparation. He beat the very much informed Sacramento at the time. And then third up last prep, he won that Mornington Cup very easily. Non-conformist back in second and, of course, um, booked his ticket into the Caulfield Cup. So uh, back to 56.5 kilos from 59, back in grade and up to a trip he's quite fond of. Uh, I think he can make the necessary improvement to win this. So race six, number four, my best. Got three in next to Fibra. Defibrillate, who's um, fitter for two runs back from a spell. He's another he's going to improve up to 2,000 metres. He's three from four at the trip. Homesman, good first up record um, and does race well around the valley. Obviously, the class of the field. And in for fourth, got the Jukon, the, uh, the Chris Waller train runner. Second up here, didn't have much luck fresh. Um, and 16 to 2,000, obviously, a good recipe for him. But four on top of three, one, and 11. The big one at the Valley on Friday night is race seven. <coughs> Charter kick Kramer Moyer stakes. 1,000 metres, standard weight for age, worth a million bucks. Uh, profiteer first up is uh, the favourite, but uh, around about the four buck mark, uh, Joel, in a field of 11. Yeah, as touched on earlier, very tricky race. Really, none of these would surprise me. Maybe number nine, Miss Albania. I was giving a chance to in a group race for mares last week, but this might be a bit tough. Even a horse like Ballistic Lovers in form and now proven around the valley could probably have some sort of a chance. So it's a tricky race. I've gone for six swats that, who was right there with Nature Strip and 
September run and the Lightning first up last prep, then ran a, a good fifth in the new market. Didn't quite finish off in the William Reed next time out, but I think fresh early in her prep is best for her. She's a good price. I'm going to back her each way. From 11 Profiteer, just a fast horse. I think, uh, you know, dryish ground, no weight. He's going to be up there. There's going to be no place to hide for him, but I'm sure he's going to be looking the winner at some stage. Seven Brooklyn Hustle. She'll be ducking and weaving if she gets the run. She can win. She's very good over these short distances. She just, you know, can often find bad luck, especially around the valley, but she can uh, she can certainly handle the track. She's won here a couple of times. And four Portland Sky, very consistent. He can put himself close to the speed and he'll be fitter for that first up run behind the Inferno. Six for me in a tough race from 11, seven and four. Yeah, we're having a couple of bets here. Top pick is the two wild ruler, though. Um, I think he's he's one of the better horses not to have a group one under his belt. Um, he's tried in a, a galaxy and a doom in 10,000 last preparation and excuses offered in both of those. <clears throat> First up in the Concord, no match for Nature Strip, who was dominant that day, but he was pretty good. And he held his sort of spot behind that horse. He held off Trekking, who was running on into third. Um, it was a pretty decent return. Stays at 1,000, he'll... Maps to get a pretty decent, uh, pretty nice run in, in behind the speed, and um, I think he's good enough to to win a race like this um, second up. So good each way price, Wild Ruler on top. September Run is another I'll have an each way play on. She was first up in the McEwen at this track and um, try to get onto the back of the Inferno. That horse was just a little bit too speedy there, but she was first up, so she'll take benefit out of that. She it's a slight query. Barrier one, um, a get-back horse, she'll need a bit of luck, but uh, the way she was running on first up was uh, was excellent. She recorded um, the quickest last 400, 200 metres splits of the of the program. Um, and, and, and while she hasn't won here before, she's run a couple of good races um, at this track, including the William Reed running into fourth from a long way back there. So the map, uh, hoping from the inside draw, she's a little bit closer than she was first up, but she'll need some luck, no doubt about that. Um, so two on top of five. Portland Sky, very good first up and, and ran a ripping race here last prep uh, behind Mask Crusader. And in for fourth, they got the Inferno, who was back to 1,000 and uh, loved the dash he showed there. Up in up in grade here, but um, drawn ideally and, and it was just a winning machine, winning nine from 11. So it has to be included. Two, five, four, and three. And we finish with the Mayors at the Valley on Friday night. Race 8, Ladbrokes, Stocks, Stakes, 1,600 metres, weight for age for the Mayors. Uh, and it is a $300,000 group too. Joel? 11 Impecunious for me, I think, can improve sharply. She was okay first up at the midweeks with 59. Went to the Let's Elope, got back. She was sort of kept in a bit of a pocket uh, by instant celebrity at the top of the straight. I thought her last 100 metres wasn't too bad. Uh, drawn better here, can settle a bit closer. Third up last prep was third to Hungry Heart. That's good enough form for this. If she can get back to that form nine, so you assume. Kept safe in the market. I thought they may have uh, sort of missed her to some degree. This is her toughest test to date, off a bit of a freshen, but she's going really well. I liked her recent trial. She can put herself on speed. 12, Butter Chicken, also through that Let's Elope. Didn't have a lot of room in the straight, but did find the line well. And eight only words. Well, she was another one that had no luck in that Let's Elope. Only beat two home, but uh, wasn't tested. She can improve at odds. 11 on top from 9, 12 and 8. Yeah, I'm going with one who resumed out of the Let's Elope like a few of these. And that's only words. She, yeah, just as Joel said, no no luck really. Um, for much of the straight and sort of went to the line with a bit to give there. Um, she was clear the last 100 metres and hit the line well. But it was a 
pretty good return. Certainly finishes closer with uh, with with more luck in running. Um, I think she's in for a pretty decent campaign. Sixteen hundred meters. I think it's too sharp for her. She has run better races. Or she has won really run really well over further in in Brisbane. Um, but I think six hundred meters at a race like this, she's, she's certainly winnable. Um, and just hopefully the, a, a bit of rain does hit before race eight on Friday. And if so, she, uh, her chances are only um, only great. And so, only words second up here each way bet on her. Butter chicken in next. Um, she too was good in the let's elope first up off a really nice trial. Um, her sixteen hundred meter second up win last preparation was dominant. So you assume in next good winner here previously and then one again at Caulfield off a freshen up and I think she is up to this level, although it is a first go um, against these better horses. In for fourth, we've got the one quantum mechanic who was a wait for age winner over this trip at this uh, at this track last preparation. Eight twelve nine one. All righty, wrapping up Mooney Valley on Friday night. Joel's best race three, number seven, River Plate Value. Bet race six, number eight, Secret Blaze. Daniel's best race four, number five, Larkspur Run. Value bet race six, number four, Mount Popa. We will head north to Rose Hill uh, in Sydney's west. First time we've been back there for some time, and it is Golden Rose Day, and the black type starts in race four. That is the Drinkwise, Colin Stephen Quality. Quality handicap, as the name suggests. It is a Group 3 over 2,400 metres, Joel. A two on Tonte for me on the quick backup. Uh, look, he didn't set a hectic tempo in front last week in the Kingston Town, so he was entitled to kick on, but I thought his run was good. He was second up getting to 2,000 metres. He battled on well for third behind two good mares, and she's ideal in Montefilia. I think, she's strong, I think he's strong enough now to cope with the 2,400. He only had one crack. That was in last year's Geelong Cup. He'd, uh, I think it was sort of his fourth or fifth run in and a stronger race and he just didn't quite see it out. But I think he's better prepared here. He'll put himself close to the speed and be very hard to beat. Six no compromise was the unlucky runner in the Newcastle Cup. Uh, probably should have gone close to winning. He just held up at the wrong point in the straight. In well here at 53 kilos. So he's a deserved favourite. He's the hardest to beat. Three fun fact also on the backup coming through the Kingston town. He worked a little bit to get outside the lead. And then just sort of whacked away a bit in the straight. He'll be fitter and up in trip helps. And nine, Testo. His two runs have been all right in 78 grade. The pattern or the tempo of the race didn't help last time out. Gave him little hope. He gets a big drop in weight and he should have room for improvement. Two on Tonte for me from six, three and nine. Yeah, did like no compromise with just the 53 kilos on his back. He's having an excellent preparation. Um very good with that whole heap of luck at Newcastle running on the third there and the drop back to 53 kilos um, is key. I think he'll, he's the one to beat for mine. The 11 in next sound of cannons um, deserves a win this preparation. He, he's was very good second behind no compromise two back um, and then got too far back in a, a race that sort of favoured those close to the speed at Kembla Grange last start um, to 2,400 metres here. He too gets in with 53 kilos. Um, will certainly be a deserving winner if he can break through. Two on Tonte and seven criminal code round out the top four for me. Six, eleven, two, seven. Race five at Rose Hill on Saturday. Petaluma Heritage Stakes, 1100 metre listed race for three year old Joel. Set weights and penalties. Yeah, giving the filly another chance here. 10 Enterprise Palmer was with her in the Furious Stakes. She gave us a great sight at 
some uh, 34 to 1, uh, but unfortunately run down late for third, finished fourth, showed good speed there. She's drawn out here, but not too worried because she's got that good natural pace, and I think she can come across and probably lead again, certainly be very handy. Tougher against the boys. Um, still sort of you know a bit up in the air as to how strong that Phillies group is, but uh, certainly don't think we've seen the best of her. She's only had the three starts. I think there's plenty of upside. Two vindic- uh, sorry, nine vindication is massive odds. He had no luck at all his first two runs. No surprise to see him win on the Kenzo track last time out. It was a, a three-year-old benchmark 64. He won it as a maiden. Big step up in class, but again, I think there's room for improvement. And then the two big guns up towards the top. Two home affairs. He's won all three trials this prep. There's been a lot of talk about him. I think they were sort of you know, up in the air whether to head towards the Golden Rose, but now looks like a Coolmore horse. Uh, he'll be hard to beat. And three, Pulele. Gave them all weight first up in the Rosebud and one, and then backed that up with a good effort in the San Domenico. Ten on top for me each way from nine, two, and three. With Pulele on top here, the, f- the fresh run in the Rosebud was uh, outstanding with 59 kilos. <coughs> Second up, not too bad behind him. The Congo has gone on to frank the form, but um, getting back onto a dry surface here will suit. Uh, I think the third up win... Last preparation over this trip was um, was quite good, and he's third up here. So, <clears throat> bit of luck from the wide draw. He's got the right jockey on board, though. Pulele, pretty keen on on him. I've got the two in next home affairs. I've been trialling well leading into this. Um, it was very good in the, the Todman behind Animo, beaten half a length, obviously very good form. Um, and just came to the end of the preparation, the golden slipper. But he's obviously come back as good as ever with three trial wins. 11, a very fine red. I think can make the leap from benchmark grade. It was a very strong win at the Kensington track last start. She has been tested this level before. Percy Sykes, a group two race, uh, which was fourth, beaten the length by Jamea. So she can um, she can run a race in this company. She has proven to do that. And with the confidence boosting win second up, she can, she can certainly figure in this. In for fourth, I've got the one sort of state. Three on top of two, 11-1. Race six at Rose Hill on Saturday is the Ned Whiskey Shannon Stakes. This is a 1,500-metre Group 2 quality, Joel. I've gone with eight discharged uh, down on the minimum again. I was with him in the Theo Marks first up. There was no money for him. He was there to chase a hot speed. And just, yeah, sort of once he was sort of, he was at his top a fair way out. And I thought he battled on quite well. He was only two lengths off the winner chat. We finished all over the top of them. He'll be fitter for that, discharged, drawn nicely, put himself on speed and doesn't look likely to be a, a mad tempo here, so he might be able to dictate. Uh, 10, Love Tap, another horse down in the weights, in for second. Nashra Willer on, Blinkers on, and he turned his form around second up. He dropped six kilos. Tim Clark aboard, obviously, on Saturday with uh, the minimum weight, but now that he's back in form, he can run well. One imaging was with him first up in the Wink Stakes. I think I had him second pick in the Maccabi D, but he hasn't had a lot of luck this prep. He's the class runner. He gets James McDonald an inside gate. So if he gets the breaks, he can win. I've just lent the way of a couple uh, down in the weights. And three, Archidemus. A winner third up of the Hawkesbury Cup last preparation. He's had the two goes at weight for age. He looks ready now to peak third run in. Back to a handicap. Eight on top for me, though, from 10, 1, and 3. Love Tap is promising. Um a good win last start, but I thought the market got it wrong with Imaging um, second favourite, Love Tap first favourite. I'm with Imaging on top. She, he's going to relish the, the drop back in grade. He's contested two group ones, his preparation. No luck in the wink stakes first up and then um, got back off a, 
uh, ran on pretty well against the uh, the tempo at Flemington there. Back in grade, third up with James McDonald on board. I just thought this looked a nice race for him and um, flicking a tone and, and record a deserved win. It has been some while, um, 560 days since his last win, but um, this is the easiest race he's faced for some time. So one on top, 10 in love tap, been next to a uh, dominant win in benchmark 78 grade last start. 59 back to 53 kilos here. We already know he's a, a group three winning in the gloaming, did it pretty well. So um, certainly got the class to, to win a race like this. Five reloaded, um, very good without much luck. Last start at Doombin uh, with a big weight caught wide there and uh, was running on nicely, beating uh, 0.7 a length behind the informed ballistic boy. And in fourth, in for fourth, I got the seven, All Saints Eve. Very good second up record. Um, solid enough in the tramway, fresh. One ten five seven for me. Race seven at Rose Hill on Saturday. Kingland Golden Pendant, fourteen hundred metres. Group two set weights and penalties for fillies and mares. Three early scratchings and nine remaining as we speak to you on Thursday afternoon. Joel, hard to tip against the Kiwi mare on Trivier. She was so dynamic first up, winning the Shiraco. She's got to go 1,400, and she's drawn a wide gate. A few scratchings help. Uh, I think she'll be able to overcome it. And, yeah, she does, you know, around 220, 230, I think that's the right price. Could maybe have something small on Marbusha if you're looking for someone to beat her, and certainly the, the Quinella runner for mine. She was very good in the Shiraco, stuck to her task very well. She also yet to go 1,400, but from a good draw, I think she'll run well again. Four Nimalee really hit the line well in the Theo Marks against the boys. Uh, really far away. She'll run her usual honest race again. And one forbidden love. I thought she was good first up in the toy show. Didn't attack the line as hard in the Shiraco second up. But uh, third up, ready to peak. And her best performance in her career was that 1,400 metre win in the Group 1 Saran where she looked out of this world. So maybe 1,400 is her right trip. Two on top for me from 6-4-1. and one. And with the two on Trivier, what she did first up was quite impressive. And I think there's still improvements to come. Lightly race, only had the eight start. She's yet to miss the Quinella in those. And uh, second up here, I think, seeing improved performance. Um, Be hard to beat. One of the better bets on the card for me. The six in next, my Bouchero, is one of mine. I thought she did enough first up uh, behind on Trivier, but did have a chance there. Um, First go 1,400 metres, but she too is a very consistent mare. Seldom runs poorly. Four, uh, sorry, the one in next Forbidden Love, who wide draw quarter out last start, but um, she was very good. She her best run to date to come over this trip at Randwick in the surround, the Group One last preparation. She won that very easily. Um, so ready now, third up and in for fourth over the nine ice bath. Two, six, one, and then nine. The big one at Rose Hill on Saturday is race eight, the Forex Golden Road. 1,400 metres, set weights for three-year-olds. Group one worth a million bucks, Joel. Yeah, as alluded to earlier in the program, I'm going for a horse to upset the apple cart here. Animo is certainly the hardest to beat, but I think seven remark can stand up and be counted here. I thought he should have won the Rosebud first up. Uh, they missed the San Domenico, waited for the run to the Rose. Look, he, he had Animo to his inside, Hugh Bowman, early in the race and I don't know if he was just sort of intent on trying to find cover but he eased back a little bit Animo then pinched a bit of a break on him 
And he did loom up to Animo halfway up the straight and peaked on his run. Now, Animo was first up, so he's going to have a stack of improvement in him as well. I just thought from the better gate, he can settle closer. And I think Hugh Bowman will be a bit more aggressive in the run here. So I'm going seven remark to beat one Animo. Uh, in for third, number two, Artorias. I think he's the other winning hope. Beaten at both of his runs this prep, but he's carried the penalty both times. He's only just missed. Uh, back to set weights, and uh, he should get a good enough tempo here with a decent-sized field and a few on-speed runners. And in for fourth, number four, Halal. Another wide gate for him. Don't think a fast pace around the valley suited fresh. The blinkers went on. He raced a little bit keen in that race behind Artorias, but I thought he battled on well. Now that freshness should be out of the system with the blinkers on, and he'll be hitting the line hard as well. Seven on top for me from one, two, and four. With the one Animo on top, he's done a whole lot more, lot more first up. He knuckled down Leyden's. The rise of 1,400 metres is only going to suit him. His win in the size project over this trip was um, was excellent and keen to see what he can do here. I'm not sure I'd take the, sh- the shorts about him, though. Um, I think there's a couple of uh, sort of a, an each-way price that's worth a bet. Five in the Congo is having an outstanding. He's been up for a while. He's had the five starts his preparation and Get to Mr. Quinella in those, but he's um, been giving some cheek out in front. Um, held off Pulele two back and then um, was brave behind Animo last start when leading. Uh, will certainly roll forward. A good front-running rider on board and and uh, certainly takes some catching, I think. Eight, Janus. A uh, bit of a fan of his. This cold, I was sort of with him thread is... Um, Doom, this is his winter campaign in Brisbane, and he, was, he didn't win, but he, he ran a very good race in the JJ Atkins... Um, Third up, running second behind Converge, caught wide there, but got that deserved win on the board. Last start over 1,500 metres, back to 1,400 metres here, some query, but um, the, the trials prior indicate he's obviously come back very well and justified that with a good win first up. So hold his form. He can certainly be in uh, the finish here. And I've got the seven in remark in for fourth. One, five, eight, seven. And last of the black type at Rose Hill on Saturday is race nine, ACY Securities, gloaming stakes, 1,800 metres, group three, set weights for three-year-olds, Joel. Six profondo for me. He'd been a star at the trials. Uh, he went to the Kensington track for his debut. He was asked to work. He was made to work for it, but he did find plenty when asked. It was a good win. He's a $1.9 million yearling by Deep Impact, so he's got a bit to live up to. But uh, I think he'll love the step up to 1,800 and can remain unbeaten, 14 stray. Now, I think she should have gone pretty close to Profondo in the maiden first up. I uh, gave her a bit of a chance in the dulcify. She didn't quite finish off there, but I'm not sure the tempo really helped. And maybe she was just looking for further already. She gets that here. I think she's the best roughy. Uh, number four, Allegron. Sort of in tight quarters there in the dulcify over on the fence. And I thought he battled away quite well. Uh, by Teofilo, I think he'll love the extra distance. And two head of state by American Pharaoh. He's bred to start hitting his peak over these sorts of trips. His first two runs back were disappointing, but I thought he stepped up a little bit last time out, chasing an inform older mare. And I think, as I said, as I said, the step up in trip will help. Six on top for me, though, from 14, four and two. Well, a little bit left field here. And sort of the eight, Akahata on top, Um Presents here fourth up. He's well, only been seeing provincial races this preparation, but uh, his performance have been too bad. He was caught wide last start and 
got stuck on pretty well and didn't have much luck at while on the start prior. Um, just a drifter in the market there. I think he'll relish the rise to 1,800 metres. Um, he is stakes. Oh, he is already a black type earner, having placed behind Converge in a, a listed race last preparation. Um, and that was when fourth up. And that was in his initial campaign. And I, know, I just think he might be a little bit underrated considering he's only taken on um, differential races of late. And um, I think definitely worth a bet at around 26 to 1. So Akahata, my top pick in the race. I think Allegron's won over the odds as well. I was with him last start in the Dulcify. And um, I think he's, the way he finished off there indicates he's going to be enjoy the rise in trip to wait in 100 metres. Head of States um, showed a little bit third up after not doing a whole heap first and second up and another who will appreciate their eyes and trip. 15 in next um, for my numbers, 8 to 4, 2 and 15. Okay, summing up that Rose Hill program, Joel's best was race four, number two, Entente, value bet race five, number 10, Enterprise Bomb, Daniel Best is race five, number three, Pulele, and value bet. We just heard about race nine, number eight, Akahata. Uh, Sandown is the venue for Melbourne Racing on Saturday with the AFL Grand Final rescheduled to night time. The Group 1 meeting is back on the Saturday afternoon and first Group 1 at Sandown since the 1996 CF4 stakes won by Racing Edge. The black type at Sandown on Saturday starts in race four and that is the Jim Maloney stakes. Set weights and penalties for three-year-old fillies over 1,400 metres job. Yeah, gone with the Atlantic dual form, as most will in this race. I've gone the fillies out of that race to trifecta this. So I've gone with Mac and Cheese to turn the tables on Zuzarella. Uh, she thought she was very good in defeat there. Off a bit of a freshen back around the valley, over 1,200. She really did hit the line nicely. Race best last 200. Uh, bigger track out to 1,400. She gets a chance to turn the tables on Zuzarella. No knock on her. She's two from two. And I don't think 1,400 is going to be a problem. Five, Literary Magnate, also ran well in that race. Settled about midfield and, and finished off well for third. She'll be fitter for that, and I, I think the step up in distance is really going to suit her. And seven, Decor, might be the uh, sort of the, the one coming from a different form line. She was good at Ballarat and then came back in trip to the 1,000 metres and beat all bar Das Andermill, who'd been trialling really well. I think out of a Beal Mare, she's going to love the step up in distance. She might be the knockout. Three on top for me from two, five, and seven. And with the five on top, literary magnates, she um, was very good first up in Atlantic Jewel. She was in between runners there. She, you tell she wasn't too comfortable. It was a bit of a messy watch. Um, she would have had to sort of stop and start a couple of times and get on the heels and and but did finish off nicely. Went out forty hundred meters or so down to the ground. Um, she on a thousand guineas path, and I think from the wide wide draw this time around, she had to see her being caught in a pocket. She'd probably have room to maneuver and come come wide and have a last crack at them. So five to turn the tables on the two Zuzarella, who very impressive and deserves to be favourite in this. On the back of that, she um, had to track wide and did it pretty easily. And then it was a two length winner. Um, up to 1,400 metres here. 
deserves, as I said, deserves favourite, but I'm just with the five on top of the two, up in the cha- turn the tables and at a better price, certainly a better betting proposition. But the the four and next, Picaroni's a bit of a fan of this filly. I thought she held her own at a big price uh, and a good race down the straight behind Crystal Bounds. Um, there was a few excuses in that race and she was sort of one who was able to get a clear run, but she still ran well to the line. Um, in, in for fourth, I have... The three mac and cheese. My numbers five, two, four, three. Similar for me, I'm a child with mac and cheese to be literary magnet, Zuzarella and Picaroni's three, five, two, and four. Race five at Sandown on Saturday. Ladbrokes Sandown Stakes, 1500 meter quality group three, Joel. Yeah, six, Cherry Tortoni. I'm going to be with him right through this campaign. Uh, looked the winner first up, unfortunately, nailed late by Harbour Views. He did the hard work of getting past Ayrton, uh, but then Harbour Views just proved a shade too strong late. I think, um, you know, like I think he's a two-rack slash Cantala horse, and if that's the case, he's going to be very hard to beat because this is a, this is a good test for him, though. Um, he's facing a couple of good horses, uh, namely number two, Elephant, who's probably a deserved favourite. Coming out of the fee and wait for age. Had his chance, but just missed. A Superstorm was able to grab him late. Coming back in distance, probably the little negative, but he's certainly going to be hard to beat. Four Romancer hasn't had all favours of late, including last week in the Rupert Clark. Uh, just sort of jogged around him behind them in the straight. Wasn't a bad 13th. He can improve at odds. And three Harbour Views, well, have to include him in the numbers after he got past Cherry Tortoni first up. Six for me, though, from two, four, and three. Yeah, with the six on top as well, Cherry Tortoni, um, standing first up run at Flemington. He, it's a little bit of a weight turnaround, weight relief on Harbour Views. Um, meets that horse about two kilos better for this, and uh, obviously proven second up. So he's on top for me. Three Harbour Views, hard to ignore the first up run. We sort of kept to these. Um, it was t- sorry tackling so 1,800, 2,000 meter races in some quality rate right for age Group Ones last spring and. Running well, but was a few lengths off those horses. Um, he stays at a suitable trip here, up to 1,500 metres. He's one from one over and um, looked to come back nicely from the long spell. So they're the top two, six on three, two in next um, fee form for Elephants. Uh, last start, second reads very well. And in for fourth, I put in the five, Zigfield. My numbers, six on top of three, two and five. Elephant for me to beat Cherry Tortoni, Harbour Views and Romancer. Two, six, three and four. We go across to race seven and that is nominally the big race of the day. It is the Key Queen Underwood Stakes. 1,800 metres, standard weight for age, worth a million bucks, but only five to start. Joel. Yeah, I'm not tipping against this odds on favourite. He's hard to tip against at this stage of the campaign because what he did first up was excellent in the tramway. I think, uh, you know, even the small field, tactical, all that sort of stuff, I think he'll still be too strong. Probably, I think, is the one best set up. Quick backup. Uh, This longer trip won't be a problem. Should be dry ground. And if it turns into a sprint home, probably got the best sprint in the race. So I think she's the the possible upset material, but I don't think she will beat Zaki. Four Superstorm, nothing wrong with his form. He's going really well. Um, You know, it's, it's probably just a bit bit off Zaki on what we've seen to date. But, yeah, as I said, there's some sort of no knock on his form. And three, the chosen one. He was very good in that fear. Swept up to the mount wide. Probably peaked a little bit late. He'll be fitter for that. Two for me, though, from five, four, and three. 
Yeah, two on top. Thought he'd win first up, Zaki. Didn't think he'd do it that soft. Um, I think he'll be winning again. So two on top of four, Superstorm. Uh, I mentioned earlier that form and the fear has been franked. He was good winning that. Um, I think he'll improve up to 1,800 metres. Probabile, third, and for fourth, 150 stars. Two, four, five, one. Zaki, for me as well, to beat Superstorm, Probabile, and the Chosen One, two, four, five, three. Um, last of the black type races at Sandown on Saturday is race eight, Beck Pro Build, Testarossa Stakes, 1,300 metre listed handicap job. Yeah, I've gone six, Shalo. Unbeaten, fresh, three from three. That's why I've lent her away. Strong win first up. Back in February, uh, she went up to Sydney for the Coolmore and just got way too far out of her ground there. She's a quality mare. And I think down on the 54 kilos, she'll be hard to keep out. I think nine Galaxy Raiders, a, a good roughie. I know he's a nine-year-old. He doesn't win out of turn. But dry ground the key, uh, which we should be getting. His form tapered off a little bit in the winter and he was hitting those soft six, soft seven tracks. But a couple of his runs on good ground were very good. Uh, three ironclad, clearly issues first up, uh, pulled up lame and finished last. I like the fact Will Clarkin's bringing him straight to stand down for a, straight, uh, for a stakes race. He's obviously happy with the way he's going and the way he's bounced out of that run. And two Newhart. Uh, I tend to risk the Tassie horses, but uh, gee, he's building a good record. Eight from 15. He's beaten Mystic Journey. So that says he's good enough for this. Six for me from nine, three and two. Yeah, and with Shalo as well. I'm a big fan of her. I think she's got a group one in her this spring. Um, unbeaten first up, um, down at 54 kilos. She ticks a lot of boxes and uh, jumping out well. So six on top for me, Shalo. I've got the three in, three in next, Ironclad. Um, two-time winner, second up, and um, best form in Adelaide and, and Bendigo last preparation. Does read pretty well for this. Obviously, excuses first up, but um, must be forgiving of that. The eight Hightail in next. The form on paper doesn't read too great, but it's been consisting some good races in Sydney and Brisbane. Um, slow start away, last start was no help, but down to 54 kilos, inside draw with informed jockey on board. He can certainly figure. He's good enough too. And in for fourth over the uh, two Newhart. Six on top of three, eight, and two. All righty. That is the black type for Sandown on Saturday. Big meeting it is two. Uh, my best was race four, number three, mac and cheese, and my value bet came up earlier in the program in a big field, race two, number 14, Foxy Frieda. Uh, Joel's best was Cherry Tortoni, race five, number six. And... Uh, and Daniel's best was Shalo, race eight, number six. Um, Daniel's value bet, race four, number five, literary magnate. But Joel, you had better tell us about uh, your value bet, which we have not heard about, and that's uh, race five, number nine. Uh, sorry, race nine, number five. Yeah, Quay Quay. He's got a task from a very wide draw with a big weight, but I just thought his class would uh, seem to be very competitive here at big odds. He's Contested much better races. I uh, thought his first up run at Flemington, he did enough. He wasn't letting those good ones get too far away from him. And I think that's a strong form race, certainly a right form race for this. Harbour Views, Cherry Thortoni and co. Uh, look, you know, you can make a case that he's going to need another run. But uh, I just thought he's too big a price and too good a horse to, uh, to not have something on in that last race. 
All righty, racing on the parks track at Morfordville in Adelaide on Saturday. Daniel, your best comes up in the fifth, and that is number three for David Jolly resuming Gaze Grease. Yeah, Gaze Grease, she's a recent uh, Oakbank trial uh, work there. I think she can indicate she'll be forward enough first off. She's got plenty of classes, Mayor. Um, last start winner, the first start winner, last preparation, and um, thinks she's more upside than these. So, from a good draw, Jockey knows her well, and Kayla Crowther, I think she'll be too good for these in race five. Race five, number two, Gaze Gree, the best. The value comes up in the last uh, last start winner in the form of Realeza for the Simon Wild Stable. Carried a big weight, sixty one kilos to win that when winning that day. Has to carry sixty one here. But I like the way he finished off and um, did so after countering a little bit of traffic problems earlier in the straight. Ran a past a good one in Find Your Man. I think it's quite promising. Um, comes to Adelaide here and in the form to to to, um, to win again. I just think his, that, that benchmark 64 win at Geelong will rate pretty highly and I think up to benchmark 68 grade here, hold his form. He can, um, he can certainly... Add another win. He looks a bit of a bit of upside. He's pretty lightly raced for a five-year-old. Only the eleven starts, but he's won four of those, and he can only improve. So, race nine, number two, the value at Morpherville. All righty, Queensland Metropolitan Racing is heading for Toowoomba on Saturday for Toowoomba Cup and the uh, Wheatwood Handicap, and. Uh, Daniel, the, the, we start, it's not actually a listed race, but we'd better do the cup. That's race seven, TAB Toowoomba Cup, 2,000-metre quality. What do you like? With He Runs Away, Barks, he's, look, a horse hasn't won for some time, um, but I'm convinced he's having a pretty decent preparation, especially recently. He's been chasing um, a promising star in London Banker and taking ground off that horse at the end of 2,000 metres at his past couple. He's 2,000 metres here. Um, Needs to be within striking distance on the turn. Just takes some time to wind up, but um, I think the the biggest the bigger field will suit um, with a genuine tempo. A bit more of a staying affair will suit him ideally, and uh, hopefully he can break his uh, winning drought here uh, at double figure odds. So he's my tip in the cup. The three Champagne Arnie uh, in next um, was sort of given a bit of a essentially a barrier trial last start. It was eighteen thirty five back to thirteen hundred meters off a, a freshen up and. Sat back in the field and she never really threatened there. Uh, it was last all the way, but that run under her belt up up in trip here. So the race she has been set for and she's got very good form at her, at her home deck. So certainly a chance. The four, two, YPD had no luck last start, caught wide, but ran on well. And in for fourth, um, another local in May Villa Ruler, I think might be over the odds. Thought <laughs> um, worked home to the line, worked to the line pretty nicely when rising in trip last start. So uh, got a long way back there and was uh, closest on the line with the light weight. He might be able to um, uh, be finishing off hard. Might be one for the exotics at a bigger price. Three, four, two, and thirteen in the cup. And the Wheatwood is race eight. That is the Audi Centre Wheatwood handicap, twelve hundred metre quality, a listed race worth one hundred and fifty thousand. Daniel, yeah, been with Desert Lord for this most of the preparation, and it's hard to drop off him. He was um, he's had a very Good start to his prep. He is a horse that can mix his form, but he's come up all, in all three starts this time. And he's won two of those, won a good race at the Gold Coast last start. Um, he'll go back from the wide draw. That's the only little query. 
how much of a start he'll be giving away, but he does possess a pretty good finish. And um, if he, he, he can sort of win, as long as he's not too far back, he can certainly reel these in. So Desert Lord, hard to drop off him. He's on top for me. Uh, in for second, I have the six, You Make Me Smile. Good win last start. Um, we'll be sitting there up on the speed. Soxagon was very good first up. Um, see, unbeaten at his, at his home track of Toowoomba. And second up, can run a race. And in for fourth, tactical advantage. Uh, thought was run was better than it looked last start. He's over the odds here at 20 to 1. Um, has been a while since his last win, but I don't think he's going too poorly this preparation running in better contests up, in, um, up down in Melbourne. Two, six, one, and four. All right, and talk us through your specials. Uh, starting earlier on the program, race three, number four, Lyrical Girl. Yeah, she's no fancy price. I think she's about $1.80 when I last looked, but she should be far too good for these. Um, she worked pretty hard early last start in a deeper race, a benchmark 75, pretty good benchmark 75, and tied late up on the speed there. She was third behind Stable Mate The Move, who has come out and won again in open up. Open company. Barrier one is ideal for her. She'll have the speed to lead these off pretty easily, and I think she'll be really hard to catch. So, a bit of a multi builder. Race three, number four, Lyrical Girl. The value comes up in race number six, the locally trained Let's Party Marty, who two runs back from a spell. Both he's, in both of those haven't had much luck. Uh, first up, especially, slow start. He had to track around four wide to get the position he wanted, um, close to the speed, and he just was unable to get cover that for the whole race, but he kept fighting hard, was only beaten within the length. Um, last start, um, he was a little bit wide there, but sort of did have his chance in the end, probably a little bit plain to the eye. Uh, does drop in grade, though, third up and gets um, three kilo claim here to back to 55 kilos. So I think he can improve back to a benchmark 80. Let's party Marty third up. Race six, number nine. Any thoughts on Toowoomba, Joel? No, nothing for me there, Barks. All right, we will switch across the Nullarbor to Perth, where uh, it's the final Saturday of racing at Belmont. Uh, AFL Grand Final day there as well, not far from Belmont indeed, at uh, Optus Stadium in Burswood. And there is a black type race. It is the Black Art Bart Stakes. It is uh, race seven on the card. It is a listed race. Over 1,200 metres, and it sees the return from Victoria and first up run of Labour Rod, which is BJ Ryan, our man in Perth's selection. He likes number two, Labour Rod, to be three, Massimo. One, Valor Road, and six, Vital uh, Silver, BJ's best race, five, number two, Kiss on All Four Cheeks, and Value Bet Race, nine, number four, MTA. Earlier in the day across the Tasman, Joel, they are racing at Awapuni and Matamata. Yeah, the best at Awapuni is race four, number one, Bury the Cash. A good debut run. Stayed at the mile second up and probably just found it a touch sharp, but then stepped up in trip and made a mess of his maiden rivals with a seven-length win last time out. Up to the 65 grade and has got the 59 kilos, but uh, looks to be heading in the right direction. And I thought he could win again. The value, race five. Number 14, Silky Red Fox. Now, the numerical form doesn't read that well. Five, seven, eight, seven. Raced six times as a two-year-old. Placed a couple of times. That was his first couple of runs. Has been trialling well. Finds a pretty uh, weak maiden to kick off. And I just think there's upside there. If sort of, you know, going to 
make the grade at all, I would have thought would be very competitive here. Race five, number 14. The other meeting is at Matamata. The best is race five, number three, the Beast for the East. Started off in Ireland, went to Hong Kong, and now has found him uh, found himself in New Zealand. Both his runs there have been good on speed, battling away well for a second and a fourth. I think the tempo of a 1400 metre race will suit him nicely. He's just going to get through the heavy ground. That's going to be the key. Uh, the value is Jakarma Crystal, race eight, number 10. Doesn't win out of turn, but uh, often around the mark and placed two from her last five. She bounced back last time out, went back to 65 grade, uh, stays in that company here. And I thought uh, in a pretty tricky race, not full of class, uh, she's well placed and can run you a good race each way. Alrighty, that wraps up the preview section of the podcast. Brings us to our best $20 bet for the weekend, Lazy Lobsters. Well, back in the black last week, largely thanks to you, Joel, with uh, Nonconformist. Uh, I got a winner as well with Anna Vista at a less juicy price. Um, anyway, it's uh, overall a decent uh, decent collect there for us uh, and a solid profit. Um, now, I never learned. So, I mean, recently is when I've just gone for these nice uh, sort of Two to one shots of uh, got the money, but I'm going back to a horse who uh, I went with a couple of weeks ago each way and missed third by about a millimetre. Can't go each way this time, haven't got the price, but the horse in question, a very special horse I speak of, is at Sandown on Saturday and it is race four, number three, Mac and Cheese. Joel? Yeah, I've got the confidence up and I'm going to go out a bit wide here. I'm going to Goulburn on Saturday to have a $20 all-up win bet. Uh, so I'm really getting out of, the, <laughs> out of the ones and twos here. So Goulburn Saturday, race one, number six, Antonio Giovanni for Chris Waller. I think he'll be winning. And race three, number three, Fangirl. She will be winning. She'll be pretty short. Uh, but I think she's a, a filly headed for some black type races and I think she'll take care of them. So race one, number six, all-up, race three, number three. I'm going to go to the Valley for mine. Uh, race four um, on the card, number five, Larkspur Run. All righty. Uh, let's hope that can get you back on the winner's list. Uh, before we go, I'd better get uh, a few tips for the big sport over the weekend. Sorry for the question without notice, but what I want <laughs> is the identity of the NRL grand finalists. I want the winner of the AFL grand final and a margin and the Norm Smith medalist job. All right. Well, we'll go uh, Manly. I think they've got too many points in them for South. Uh, Storm will beat Penrith. Penrith uh, too tired after their two big back-to-back games. So we'll have a Manly Storm grand final. And AFL, oh, it is a toss-up. I'm going to go Bulldogs by a point and the Bond. He missed out on the Brownlow who win the Norm Smith. Yeah, Storm will... I think we'll be winning. It's a cracking game against the Panthers. Most would have predicted that to be the grand final. But Storm to beat Penrith. Uh, Manly, I think, will be too good for Souths. I'm with the Doggies to beat 
Melbourne, close game by a goal. And I think Josh Dunkley, um, a good price for the Norm Smith. Yes, well, uh... <laughs> no love for your D's, Mark. <laughs> no, that's right. No, no love for my beloved D's. But not to worry, I mean, uh, because I am the one who uh, produced a Burnborough-like finish to win the race in Victoria footy tipping uh, this year, getting nine out of nine in the last round to uh, get up by two. And, uh, look, I'm very nervous about it, extremely nervous about it. But uh, And I don't want to jinx this, but I do think we're the best team. So I'm going to go Melbourne by 17. Look, I think Christian Petraka is, is the one who, I've, if I had to pick one person to win the, the Norm Smith, I'd go him. But he's the favourite. So one at a bit of odds, in fact, a lot of odds, who uh, could get a few position, uh, a few silky possessions and bob up with a couple of goals is Ed Langdon, currently $67. And I will go for a Storm South NRL Grand Final. Finally, everybody, uh, pick up your winning post if you haven't already online now via winningpost.com.au. Click the link in the main story or in the shops first thing Friday morning. Have a great Grand Final stroke preliminary final weekend. Back plenty of winners and we'll talk to you next week on the Preview Podcast.